All right. Hey, good evening, everybody. I'm Brother Washington Muhammad. He, him, and I want to welcome everybody to the CSRN Video Minutes. You know, it's really a, a podcast. We've been calling it Video Minutes for quite some time. And I was talking to Jody earlier, and he was telling me to kind of level up on the language and definitions of things. So welcome to the podcast. As I'm Brother Washington Muhammad, one of the co-founders of CSRN. And today I have on, where did Jody go? Well, I don't jo know. Jody goes, where, hey, with Jody, just as in the neighbor, in the community, he pops up anywhere. So he's liable to pop up on this podcast as we talk about things that are going on in the community. Some of the things that we've uh, we've done in the past few weeks and, and some of the things that we're planning in, in, in the future. All right. As you see, it's kind of different because all of us are at our own rem remote locations. Man, uh, I think that Ruth and Jody wins the background battle today. All right. Uh, I look like I'm in something from a Liam Neeson movie. Give me back my son. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> today I've got on no hat. Um, I shaved today, shaved my head today. I've got my glasses on. I've got a burgundy or maroon uh, sweatsuit today. And it says FOI, this is Black History Month. And the FOI, is that stands for Fruit of Islam, is one of the members of the Nation of Islam. That's the name given to the military part of the Nation of Islam. And yes, we do have some active gears, not just bow ties and, and suits all of the time. Yeah. Right. And, and I want to thank, I will always give a big thanks to Mike Leonardi, uh, Jabril Bay, Kamasi Kush, um, Ebony Burks, uh, Stephen Vines of the Artistic Creative Vines family of Toledo uh, for, for bringing me into this Solidarity Day concept that you can't advocate for justice. You can't advocate for equality. And you don't necessarily have to be a preacher, politician, or professional uh, to do it. And, and it's great to be able to see how their vision is evolving and the things that we're doing in the community. So, and as always, I'm dedicated and committed to defending all Black bodies, no matter the cost. No matter the gains or loss, this is the CSRN podcast slash video minutes. Uh, what I want to do next is to bring Jody in. All right. And I think Jody's going to uh, have our mission statement if Jody could stay in. All right. And I'm sure that he can. Hey, Jody, uh, could you introduce yourself? Um, describe or description of what Jody Summers, Child of the System, uh, Spoken Truth, Tears of the Wounded, is all about. All right. Well, my signal strength isn't too great over here, so I'm getting bits and pieces of everything. I'm going to try and do the best I can uh, right now because I don't know. I guess I just ain't got the signal strength to. There we go. Work on StreamYard. But um, for as long as I'm in, uh, until it kicks me out again, uh, I am noting. Jay Silver's Child of the System, better known as Spoken Truth, uh, author, poet, illustrator, uh, treasurer here, and a whole bunch of other organizations that I have the 
ability and honor to be board members of, to do stuff behind the scenes and not always need a newspaper post or something to make sure good work gets done in the community. I'm hoping that's a question you were asking me. Um, I'm a brown skin, big bear of a man covered in tattoos and crystals and a whole bunch of other stuff. So hopefully this is coming through clear for everybody. Um, I don't know. Did, did we do the mission statement already? Because, again, I'm getting bits and pieces here. Jody, you can go ahead and do the mission statement. So we still have to do the mission statement. I think she said we still have to do the mission statement. Hopefully this works for you guys again. Uh, yeah. Jody, go ahead and do the mission statement. All righty. So, listen and everything, but we keep going, we keep striving and then figuring out ways to uh, succeed. So, this is our mission statement. We are the Community Solidarity Response Network of Toledo, formed on November 25th, 2014, the day that it, after it was announced that the killer, a Ferguson, Missouri police officer of Michael Brown, an unarmed teenager, would not be indicted. We bring awareness to the injustices experienced by black men, women, and children who are disproportionately murdered, attacked, provoked, and harassed by law enforcement. Police brutality has to end. We bring awareness to the fact that most often police brutality goes without consequence and accountability. Police impunity has to end. We utilize the tactics of protest, civil disobedience, event disruption, and citizen advocacy to give voice to those who are otherwise voiceless. We facilitate progressive community-based events that help foster development, and we discuss measures to hold local, local leadership accountable to their sworn duties, be they politician, clergy, law enforcement, educators, et cetera, et cetera. We want justice, equal justice under the law, equal justice applied to all, regardless of class, creed, or color. For all lives to matter, black lives must matter. And injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. All right, thank you, Jody. And I think one of the things that Jody uh, also didn't mention of all of the things that he does, he also serves as our uh, treasurer, and, and that's probably the the only recognizable title that we have because sometimes people might want to help us out with the um, billboard or our bailout Black Mamas, and when we collect our uh, nickels, dimes, and pennies. Uh, Jody is an intricate part of that, making sure that those pennies and nickels go where it's supposed to. And we thank you, Jody, for, you know, shouldering all of that. Hey, look, let's bring on Ruth, uh, our lead administrative core, to bring our guiding principles in and really what they are, what they mean, and why they're important. Ruth? <laughs> Hello, for uh, joining in with CSRN's Video Minutes. My name is Ruth Leonard. I am a 
dark brown skinned woman. I am currently wearing a gold chain with a t-shirt that has an image of a black woman who is crying with the American flag across her mouth. In her, uh, her hair is an Afro and inside of the Afro uh, inscribed are the names of men and women who have been killed by police violence. So our guiding principles are basically the way that we run these biz, uh, run these meetings. Um, it is the easiest way to identify the purpose that we serve, not only to ourselves, but to our community. So CSRN guiding principles, all black lives matter, queer black lives, trans black lives, formerly and presently incarcerated black lives, poor working class lives, poor working class black lives, differently abled black lives, black women's lives, immigrant black lives, black elderly and children's lives. All black lives matter and are creators of this space. We throw no one under the bus, we rise together. And at the end of each principle, we state Ashe. And Ashe, Brother Washington means- One who changes a thing or one who makes a thing happen. Excellent. So Ashe, and then you say Ashe. Thriving instead of surviving. Our vision is based on the world we want, not the one we are currently in. We seek to transform, not simply react. We want our people to thrive, not just exist. Think beyond the possible. Ashe. Experimentation and innovation must be built into our work. Embrace the best tools, practices, and tactics, and leave those behind that no longer serve us. Ashe. Evaluation and assessment must be built into our culture. Critical reflection must be part of all our work. We learn from our mistakes and our victories. Ashe. Principled struggle can exist in a positive environment. We must be honest with one another by embracing direct, loving communication. Ashe. Love, self-love, practice in every element of all we do. Love and self-love must be a driver of our work and an indicator of our success. Without this principle and without healing, we will harm each other and undermine our movement. Ashe. 360 degree vision. We honor past struggles and wisdom from elders. The work we do today builds the foundations of movements of tomorrow. We consider our mark on future generations. Ashe. Self-care means we build resilient spaces by budgeting time, energy, and resources for healing. Self-care is a regular, consistent, intentional, and essential practice. Ashe. The most directly affected people are experts at their own lives and should be in leadership at the center of our movement and telling their stories directly. Ashe. Finally, training and leadership development should be fundamental. Our movement must constantly grow and our leadership must constantly multiply. Ashe. Ashe. Hey, thank you, Ruth. Hey, before we take a, a, a short break, um, I wanted to make sure when we come back, I've, I've got to mention um, Joe Dewey and Mike Holt. I didn't put their names on our agenda. They're doing some awesome things in the community and I, I didn't want to leave them out. And also for all those who are watching um, in the chat, say what's up, say hello. We really want to hear from everybody and we thank you for joining us. So, hey, look, let's take a short break. Come right back. CSRN Video Minutes slash podcast. Come right back.
Now you can get the same uncompromising truth you've come to expect from the Final Call newspaper on all your connected devices. Subscribe to the Final Call Digital Edition today. Go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. All right, we are back CSR in video minutes. This is our weekly podcast. Um, look, before we bring uh, Ruth in to uh, discuss some of the things that we've got planned regarding um, the Black Lives Matter Awards, uh, some of our speaking engagements that, that we have coming coming up, and also to talk about the um, Citizen Review Board, I wanted to highlight something real quick. There's two guys in the community that's really stepping up. Uh, one of them is Mike Hope, um, uh, uh, um, friend him on Facebook. He has some really good discussion on qualified immunity. And Joe Dewey, he recently gifted CSRN with a beautiful picture. I have no idea why I don't have it with me. All right. I've been thinking about this all week that, hey, look, I'm going to show everybody this picture that Joe gave us. I'm going to make sure I bring it in and the snow hit and wherever that picture is, it's probably it's at one of our, our buildings. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much. Um, before we bring up uh, Ruth, I want to just talk about some mental health and wellness uh, as protesters and activists and concerned citizens. I really think that um, the pressures of speaking truth to power, the pressures of um, highlighting injustice can take a toll on the person. Uh, and we've come up with this thing called the activist PSI. That's your protester stress indicator. Uh, and it's beautiful that we, we're living a time now of activists that we can really assess our health from protest to protest, from initiative to initiative. And we're more than just people holding up signs. We have um, we have families, you know, we have jobs, we have lives, and people are in our lives. And the protest stress indicator, just from one to ten, um, to gauge your level of anxiety, um, anger, fear, um, depression that's attached to always finding or identifying things in the, in the community. And, and without this, it's, it's not, uh, w without this and leaving it unattended can result in burnout, um, compassion, fatigue, and even compromise your health. So try your best to type in Google uh, grounding techniques. A few of the things that I do, um, I make sure that uh, I drink enough water. Uh, I make sure that I find some quiet time every day to do some self-assessing. Um, you know, uh, what am I stressed out about? Is it something that I could do? Um, do I have anybody to call to talk to? And just addressing your mental health uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be medicated. Addressing your mental health doesn't mean that I'm going to be lying on someone's couch talking about, you know, my my life. Um, but we have to address our mental health, especially and particularly us as um, as activists, 
as protesters were much more than people holding up signs, were much more than people who appear angry. It's just that we're compassionate about what we do. So that's your protester stress indicator. Uh, helps you assess your mental health, your PSI, your activist PSI. And activism is starting to be a science now. Uh, we just don't haphazardly show up at a corner. These things are well thought out. If you've ever heard um, Ruth speak, if you ever heard Julian speak or Jody speak, none of these things are last minute. You know, we think about what we want to do. We think about what we want to say. We have other selves. We're considerate of other selves who may be listening uh, so that we can bring everybody in. So uh, I just wanted to highlight that, Ruth, before we uh, go into the Black Lives Matter Awards, uh, the Citizens Review Board, and all of the things that we plan coming up. So let me pass it off to Ruth. If you can discuss some of the things that we have coming up regarding Black Lives Matter Awards, really, and whatever you, else you have um, you have planned. Uh, what's going on, Ruth? All right, Brother Washington with the PSI PSA. All right. That. All righty. So um, let's see. We're talking about the Black Lives Matter Awards. Is that what I'm jumping in with? Absolutely. Okay, so I am super excited uh, about the Black Lives Matter Awards. We have uh, gotten our final count for our individuals who will be awarded with a 2021 CSRN Virtual Black Lives Matter Award recognition. Um, we had some great uh, uh, submissions, but I want to give you all the first two that we have today. They have been contacted and they know that they are winners, not only in our hearts, but also throughout the community. So our first shout out is for Sonia Ramel. Let's give her a round of applause. Woo! Sonia Ramel is the owner of Urban Holistics and we will be reading her bio and chatting with her at our virtual Black Lives Matter Awards, which will be happening, I believe, February 28th. Um, tickets will be available very soon, and we are so excited to sell your Ramel, but also to Chris Pope, the owner of Exclusive Touch Auto Detailing. Woo! Let's give it up for Chris. So these are just the first two uh, individuals who we wanted to give recognition to um, who received names and uh, submissions from community members uh, who definitely just love what everyone is doing or love what you're doing in the community. So we wanted to be the first ones to give you guys a shout out. So congratulations to Sonia and Chris for receiving recognition for the 2021 CSRN Virtual Black Lives Matter Awards. Again, that's this February 28th, right here. All right, thank you, Ruth. You know, um, earlier this week, um, not only talking about the Black Lives Matter Awards and and thanks for highlighting Chris and Sonia. Uh, both of these people started with, uh, Sonia started with, a, man, maybe a bag of dirt, all right? And, and a thought that she could impact the uh, community, you know, in a different way. And if you go to uh, the corner of, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's um, 
Pinewood and uh, and City Park. Uh, that's where the old uh, the Art Tatum house is. So I hope I'm saying that street right. But if you know where the Art Tatum house is, go there. Look at what this lady has done with just an empty lot and come back in the spring when she starts growing again and she involves everybody uh, to be a part of it. She leaves nobody out. And thank you also for highlighting uh, Chris Pope, uh, whom I, I said last week, uh, he had started with pretty much a, um, a bucket and a water hose. And he really gave a different take to um, uh, operating a business in the community, starting in a garage and now having a freestanding business. Um, and, 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 and really keeping up the business, I wanted to ask you, Ruth, uh, regarding the Citizen Review Board, um, has there been any movement on the Citizen Review Board? Um, why should we care about the Citizen Review Board? And why is it so important that CSRN is a part of this process? So the uh, Toledo Citizen Review Board is still in uh, in a holding pattern, basically. Um, the information was given to all members of city council um, back in July, I believe, and it's currently still sitting in committee. Um, at this point, we have to apply pressure to members of city council to have some sort of forward movement. Um, we know what happens when you just sit and you wait for the powers that be to make the right decision. Oftentimes you die waiting. Um, we are no longer at a point in uh, not only our collective history, but uh, in just the state of where we are currently today, we can no longer wait uh, waiting is what got us to this point, and we know that it can be so much better. Uh, so the main strategy would be to attend city council meetings, um, however they happen, uh, whichever committee it particularly is, because all members of city council have received this information. All members of city council know that we expect something to be done. We didn't just submit uh, this legislation to have a civilian review board that had teeth. Uh, we didn't just submit it for our own, you know, kicks and giggles, like we want actual change. So uh, emailing your city council person, whether it's uh, per district or at large to just remind them, hey, we want a civilian review board. We expect for the legislation that was brought about months ago to have some forward movement. Um, now that's strictly with the civilian review board. Now there are other opportunities that are in the works. Um, thanks to some work with uh, Lucas County commissioners, there has been, there have been some initiatives that have been put in place to help our neighborhoods and our communities. Is it enough? No. Um, is it a start? Yes. What uh, has to happen now is another collection of meetings um, that thankfully I am a part of so I can keep an eye on the progress if any is being made and keep you all informed about that. Um, I believe that Jason Daniels had a meeting with the Lucas County commissioners where he spoke uh, 
I want to say at length about the MacArthur Foundation, the awarding of $96,000 to uh, the city of Toledo. And now we're looking at things like a line item budget to figure out how is that money going to actually help our community? How much of this grant is going to go back into our neighborhoods as opposed to things like the police department. So we have a lot of questions that need a lot of answers. And so the best I can do is keep you all informed uh, as to whatever these meetings uh, birth out. Um, I do wanna say that, uh, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I do wanna say, however, um, that I am very excited um, about the potential of the MacArthur Grant to help our communities. And with that being said, oh, that's what it was, the mayor's meeting um, with the police community accountability. It was rescheduled due to inclement weather. Um, I believe it will, uh, they rescheduled it for next month. So unfortunately we have to wait a full 31 days uh, before we can attempt to have any forward progress. Again, meetings on top of meetings. I'm keeping you informed as much as I can. Um, and I believe with that, we're gonna take a short break and then come back with Brother Washington. These are the CSRN Video Minutes. Hey, I'm Dr. P. Not only am I a leadership coach, I'm a change agent and I'm a race scholar. I've used my study of race to dismantle systems and organizations, but I also use that to help you as the individual become a better leader for your families and for your community. All right. Hey, well, all right, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, Ruth, one of the things that um, I think we left off was and, and I've been every week I'm asked because we, we talk about our yard signs and I drive a truck through Toledo with uh, Black Lives Matter, defund the police on it. And so far people have left me alone pretty much. All right. People have been telling me that I'm number one. They, but I think they're raising the wrong finger, but that's all right. That's all right. That's neither here nor there. Right. But Can't win all. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's part of self-care. All that's right. right. <laughs> recognizing that whenever we stand up to um, the point out injustice, um, we can expect some pushback, mm -hmm. all right? We can expect some pushback. And who are we to say that we want to do this type of work and mm -hmm. not expect it to be tried? You right. know, so we welcome everyone to pull up, you know, we're not, we're not hard to find. So, you know, um, I wanted to ask about the um, refund Toledo. Okay. How does that play into, because you talked about the budget from the MacArthur grant, mm -hmm. and you talked about the, um, making sure that it goes where it's supposed to. Um, how does that fit into our Refund Toledo? Oh, yeah. So basically, Refund Toledo is our decision as a community to reallocate the budget for the city of Toledo, um, because 
when you look at the overall budget for the the city for Lucas County um, or for the county, I'm sorry, um, you see that 33% of every tax dollar that goes into the city uh, goes directly to the police, whereas neighborhood and development gets nothing. The Youth Commission has successfully been disbanded. And thankfully, you have a few city council members who want to bring that Youth Commission back, but you still have to find that money. Um, so when you reallocate a budget of that size, you realize that there is money that can be used to uh, make our parks more safe, um, to give our neighborhoods beautification the same way that uh, other neighborhoods, white neighborhoods, are able to band together and do that work collectively. Um, the resources aren't there for our black communities to do that. So when you look at reallocating, instead of those police cars that circle the neighborhood, now you have community gardens and you have resources to pour into that community garden so that now, number one, you know how to live off the land. Number two, you know how to create food that you grow. Because like you say, Brother Washington, growing your own food is like printing your own money, right? That's right. Okay. So when you look at reallocating the budget from the police, now you can pour into things like universal pre-K to make sure our babies are showing up to school with enough content knowledge to be able to function just as tiny human beings. Now you're giving them the tools, the foundations, and the building blocks because you're pouring into those communities. Reallocation and proper funding and paying attention to the line items of these million dollar and hundred thousand dollar budgets is what keeps communities safe because it's not the amount of it's not the amount of police that keep a community safe it's the amount of resources that makes a community safe so we want to make sure that instead of over policing or policing the wrong thing instead of um constantly showing up to harass our young black men and women we are now showing up and, and, and giving them opportunities to grow, giving them opportunities to learn, giving them an opportunity to have a chance in this world. That's what reallocating and refunding Toledo means. That's what defunding the police means. Defunding TPD means that you are refunding the citizens of Toledo. And, and I'm glad that you said that because when we first, uh, maybe a, a couple of years ago when the... Um, abolition movement was making a comeback, at least <clears throat> making a comeback in our neighborhood uh, and intertwining with, you know, our um, brand of act activism, um, people looked at that um, different. Uh, and then we heard the, the term disband the police. Mm -hmm. um, you, you're always going to have some terms that's going to shock the uh, status quo. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard doing this type of work with very soft language. Mm -hmm. uh, no one knows where you're coming from when we say, you know, everybody, you can do better in Toledo. Okay, who, who, right. is the, <laughs> who is the you? I don't know if they live on my street, all right? <laughs> if those people live on my street. So in our uh, in our language, we are very direct in our language. We are very much to the point. There's just so much that we could put on a yard sign. Mm -hmm. So it might say Black Lives Matter because we don't have enough space for the asterisk in, in the small print. Uh, right. We might say 
refund Toledo or defund the police because we can't put all of the other stuff that makes people um, that we can't put all, everything in there. You know, um, come and talk to us and we'll tell you what it means. Of course, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that we don't like anybody else. Uh, defunding the police does not mean we're getting rid of the police, mm -hmm. but we really want to talk about the systematic uh, um, uh, expression of white supremacy and, and how law enforcement engages our community. And we know that we're taxpayers um, and we give the city of Toledo our taxes to keep us safe. And if we believe and if we know and have researched that it's not happening, then why are we paying into something that's not giving the best results? And if we studied and find some um, best practice policies that make communities safer, then, hey, listen, instead of buying another tank, instead of buying another assault vehicle, how about taking those million, millions of dollars and doing something else? you know, with them. And, uh, and it's okay to challenge it. You know, it's okay to say some uncomfortable things uh, to, to government. Uh, and we hold them accountable. We hold all of us, you know, accountable. Uh, so I just wanted to say that, hey, listen, I see Jody is back. Um, for some reason or another, Jody disappeared. So I kind of had to do a soft shoe until Jody back. So I'm hardly ever lost for words. Hey, Jody. Um, also, we wanted to talk about our uh, shout outs and our solutions. There's a lot of people in our community that's really making it happen. And sometimes they're unsung. Uh, and also we want to talk about how does art play into that? Uh, Jody. All righty. So uh, again, it seems like my connection doesn't like me over here. This happens to be me and everything like that. But we're going to try and make it work. Hopefully it sounds better to the viewers and all of that stuff because I have no idea. Again, trying something new. But um, definitely shout-outs to the community. Again, right now, we got a blizzard. It, it's kind of like we just got our curfew lifted after almost a complete year since last March to uh, where it was 11. They kind of gave us that. What is it? The daylight savings time. And then last Thursday, we came back. So arts, entertainments, bars, nightclubs, venues, all that stuff can kind of try and stop being strangled by not having customers again. You still need to wear a mask. You still need to social distance. But at least now you don't have a 10 p.m. bedtime. So that point, I'm going to move on to the shout outs because uh yeah, there's a lot of people doing good work. A um, couple people I want to shout out is Chris Meeker from the Emerald House Food Pantry. She and me have been doing a lot of stuff since last year, uh, helping out homeless people and then doing uh, blessing pizzas and fundraisers and stuff. Also, um, I want to give a shout out to Nicola at the Colors Art Gallery. And so uh, in that plaza right there off of Monroe, can't think of the exact name of it, but she's been having events and trying to give people like some sip and paint and some other activities to do that uh, keep you out of depression and isolation and stuff. Shout out to Tracy Haynes. Uh, he's been exceptional as putting him safe, putting him safe, 
putting himself as the face of not only a nightclub business and helping other artists achieve stuff, but working on his own stuff. Uh, I think they just had a thing at Kips for Valentine's Day and a couple of days before they had like a three-day weekend inviting people like me who kind of lost our stage, um, artists and entertainers and performers to get some real, express that, real work done with the live audience. To me, this is always going to feel like rehearsal. There's no distractions. There's no nothing. I could be reading off the script and some people is probably listening and stuff, but it's different. Um, shout out to Montrese, Henry Terry. Hear me, Terry. He's been uh, out there a lot. I saw him today as I was going down my timeline, making a funny video and uh, shoveling people's yards and everything like that. Got a Dave. Shout out to Rashawn Jones. I see him continually being active. Chris McBrayer. Um, was Tremaine? I was going to get your name wrong, but I'm going to try it. Tremaine Rayford. But at the program, he's been doing excellent work with young uh, men, and they, I think they have a, like a Thai program plus other stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's been difficult out here as far as trying to keep your creativity and trying to keep people encouraged. Like Ruth was saying earlier, we don't have a youth or an arts commission. We have an arts commission, but I mean a youth commission that is funded to actually get like everybody staring at the screen. Uh, there's nothing really for them to do. Yay, as adults, we can go get drunk a little bit longer, but that still leaves the kids all day long either staring at the screen because they're on school. Because Honestly, I don't know whether they're in school or back in school. I hear stuff from some teachers I know, but there's no activities for them. There's really nothing much for them to do. And um, a shout-out to the people that make that possible. Um, other shout-outs, I, I guess I want to say, because I'm going to go into the little political world of mine now. Shout out to Michael Ashford. Um, he just became the new Lucas County recorder. And I was very happy as a central committee member to make that vote. I've known him for a long time, uh, ever since when PIC, which was another after schools program for kids that we could work and, and stuff like that was around. He was at the Wayman Palmer. And uh, very, very proud of seeing that going on, at least in the political world. To, jump in that scene. So I, I think that's, yeah, shout outs to everybody, every entrepreneur too, that's out there making sure I'm one of those too, that their business is growing. It is difficult. We've had to change our platforms to where you can't come into the store to know the soul of our products and point click and, and learn to figure out life through that minutia. So shout out to all of the entrepreneurs, all the business owners, all the city workers, all the nurses, all the Custodians. Custodians don't get a lot of um, thank yous in this. The grocery store workers, but they put their lives at risk just like anybody else. So bartenders, security, nightclub people, thank you for your service and, and keeping the world sane while it was losing its mind. I think that was my section. But was there another question? Oh, I didn't go dark again, did I? Yeah, if you could put me in, yeah, okay. I did have uh, uh, another question. Recently, I found out that uh, not only you're a, uh, an author, uh, of course, um, uh, a poet, um, a chef, uh, but recently you've been elected to another another board. I, I've had some shoulder taps and stuff. Okay. Uh, 
people ask me stuff. Again, I do a lot. Um, for for people that only get to know me on social media, it's kind of like my journal. It's kind of like the place where I can get some of the minutia. But the people that know me, like Brother Washington and Ruth, or um, people that I work in the entertainment field with, like Deborah Sue or Magnova, no different sides. Uh, in, in total, I would say I have, well, just what social media sees is 895 groups. My 26th page just opened, um, what, four or five different social media sites. But within that, of course, I'm an elected official. I, I still do try and do as much stuff political, like give people information in person. The the online world that we just went through with the beginning of the 2020 pandemic, just she grew up and, and was able to drink, it's been difficult. I miss the fundraisers, I miss the political meetings, and I am a part of a lot of boards. You may see my signature or me mentioned somewhere as the little thing is scrolling down because I got producer credits too. But for me, it's just encourage somebody. That's why, like, even though it's Black History Month and all that stuff, I'm also a Blackfoot, which is Native American. And my grandfather was Irish or, or um, Norwegian. So I have a lot going on at all the time. Yeah, you do. I, I, okay. <laughs> I see you laughing, but hey, you got a lot going on. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to cut a here because I don't want to be, you know, too long-winded, but I would say support somebody, even though we are CSRN and we got the BLM side, but we're kind of everybody. We support local, support your community. As Ruth was talking passionately about where your dollars go, you can call me a Black author and all the other terms that I got and put Black in front of it. But at the end of the day, I'm a person. Started out on park bench, less than lint in my pocket. Scribbles on freaking pen, or pen and uh, paper from printer paper. And now I get to help people and, and pay for funerals and stuff like that. So it's inspirational to think about, but don't just think about it during Black History Month. All right. Hey, look, I, I see Ruth giving Ruth is giving us that side. And you know you know what that means, Jody. So listen, we're gonna take a 30-second break. I think she's gonna maybe run uh, two of our um two of our commercials of some of the people that we love and hold dear and we'll be coming right back. So stay tuned. CSRN Video Minutes, our weekly podcast. Be right back. Hey, I can see the commercial. I wonder if we can hear it. Oh, we got many. All right, real, you know, and <clears throat> listen, we're, we're back. That last commercial that we showed, I don't know, I didn't hear the sound. I don't know if anybody else heard the sound. Was oh. there sound? Was the sound associated? There uh, should with, have been sound because uh, Reverend Reverend Petaway, I mean Perryman, is going to give me a call. He's going to say, "Hey, look, Brother Washington, I, I thought you were about that work." I thought you would ride till the wheels fall off. However, when our commercial shows, it has no sound. 
So I'm asking you, uh, if it didn't have sound, I'm like, okay. Uh, but, if it, but if it did. Okay, so I believe it did have sound. I'm going to try to play it again. Okay. Okay, so let's see. New democracy, vote. You got it. All right. Okay. Well, I'll just say it like this. It started out fine. Then, uh-oh, are you muted? Oh, gosh. Okay. It started out fine, but I don't... I don't we going to get the NAACP video. Yeah, and, and, and don't mute yourself. I think when, if you muted yourself, it muted the video. Let's okay. see if it happens. Let's try. Do democracy. Vote. You got it. Use it. Vote. Demand democracy, advocate for criminal, social, and environmental justice for all. Engage in democracy. Run for office. You can be mayor, governor, president. Just run. Democracy is powered by people like you and me. Vote, advocate, engage. Visit NAACP.org or text DEMAND to 40649 for more information. All right, <clears throat> all right. Now uh, that's that's great, that, and and it probably appeared uh, that I'm back in the good graces again with the uh, president <laughs> of the NAACP Toledo <laughs> chapter. All right. Um, before we uh, wrap everything up, and I, well, we still have five minutes of heat with uh, with Jody. I wanted to give a shout out to Cheryl and. Is Sabrina uh, that was on, that was in the chat earlier, and also uh, Brianna. We didn't mention Brianna, and she was with us last week for uh, our presentation with the Lucas County uh, Commissioners. So what's up, uh, Brianna? We love and you, also, Brianna. And also, I want you to uh, when you get a chance. There's a there's a lady named Patty J Kelly. Um, She's been a part of the movement work for quite some time. And she's trying to, right now, she's trying to uh, identify some of us in the protest culture or activist community to come together and, and put together a, um, an agenda for everyone to move forward regarding politics. So for uh, if you're listening, Patty, I'm looking forward to hearing from you again. Let's meet up. Let's talk about how we can take this movement and and keep things going. So I wanted to just make sure I mentioned uh, Patty, Cheryl, um, uh, Brianna, you know, and 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 Sabrina, and 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 also please keep uh, Alicia Smith uh, in your hope, in your minds and prayers. Earlier this week, she had an issue, an incident with local um, police come coming to her house uh, regarding a dog barking, but it's, man, it's something how they can send so many policemen for some things that, man, you know, you it, it really didn't have to go down like that. 
So she asked uh, myself, CSRN, and other community members to uh, to speak up. So we're looking forward to Chief Crow to get back to her and 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 explain as best as he can. Uh, he's going to have to do what he does. We're going to have to do what we do. So uh, for Alicia Smith, yep, we got your back as always, sister. And also uh, we're looking out for the Junction Coalition too. All right, before we get to um, our five minutes of heat, was there anything that we left out, Ruth? Uh, was there any upcoming um, talks that we we're going or, or speaking engagements that we that we've got lined up? And also for anybody that's watching, how can they help support our efforts? So um, with this being Black History Month, it is now the time that schools are beginning to reach out. Um, and thankfully, CSRN is being tapped to help uh usher forward this next generation of change agents. So for this month, CSRN is scheduled to attend uh, a panel discussion with the prep school, I believe that is in Columbus uh, via Zoom, where we will be speaking to students about how to become politically active at such a young age. Um, and then we will uh, we were also invited to speak to the Mommy Valley Day School with their high school students, I believe. Uh, they are hosting their annual issue day. And the issue that CSRN will be speaking about is the ripple effect that we have not only as individuals, uh, but as communities, uh, citizens of the world and human beings in general. So those are two very interesting talks that CSRN is excited to participate in. If you are interested in supporting CSRN um, financially, you can see at the bottom of the screen, the ticker that's been going um, for most of this meeting. You can donate to us via Cash App, and that is the dollar sign CSRN419, or you can send donations to PayPal through paypal.me backslash CSRN419. All of the work that CSRN does is completely at, uh, there's no, uh, we as CSRN members do not uh, benefit financially from any of the donations. Everything that we bring in, we pour back out uh, into the community. That's how we have been able to host events such as Juneteenth. Um, we were able to host, <coughs> excuse me, uh, we were able to host the other Black Lives Matter awards back when we were out in the world. Um, that's how we are able to host our virtual Black Lives Matter awards. Um, it's basically how we are able to fund everything that we do. Um, because we know that all activities cost, and most of the uh, most of the time, all of the activities that we have put on or been a part of have been uh, through donations from members like you. So we appreciate any and everyone who has donated. Shout out to Scott Her who uh, sends us small donations, micro donations every week. We appreciate it, and that that keeps us going. That keeps us able to keep the internet going so that we can get these meetings out to you. Um, with that, I think we're going to take another quick break and then come back with five minutes of heat. Is that cool? That's cool. Okay. Hey, I'm Dr. P. Not only am I a leadership coach, I'm a change agent and I'm a race scholar. I've used my study of race 
to dismantle systems and organizations, but I also use that to help you as the individual become a better leader for your families and for your community. Take it away, Jody. Okay. I see myself again on the screen. <laughs> All righty. So I have no idea what they said, but I, I'm guessing this is five minutes of heat. Again, it just seems to be me that has the worst reception of ever. If you don't see me with my phone in my hand, that's because, again, when we're in the studio or at least two of us are in one location, that's me sharing. So. Be prepared for anybody that's watching this live. You're about to see it go through like 100 groups and, and pages and, and flood my night for the rest of the night. But um, yeah, five minutes of heat. And I definitely want to keep this um, same thing as in Black History Month and what we've done with activism and the revolution. But I do want to say real quick, and I know they're already looking at me, uh, Brother Washington and, and, and Ruth, but. Um, yeah, I'm very happy to be proud of the Black Lives Matter Awards. When we started off a few years ago, because this is technically our fourth, we just wanted to do something different, and we did. Our first awards were something similar to this, except a little bit bigger, statues made out of wood, handcrafted in Ghana. We moved on from there to our second awards, which were an appreciation in a much larger venue from 10 to 25 people with this. I'll bring that up a little bit closer. I think y'all can see that. With the boards and glass keys to the city. Now I'm not gonna show you everything that's in the box, but since we've already shown this before. And this year, one of the ideas or items that, because the box is kind of an award in itself, but there'll be some items in there and I wanna shout out to Gathered Glass, who over the pandemic, they created these lovely beauties for us and for people to purchase them. And these are going to be one of the items in the box. So there's enough of an intro uh, for people that don't know, and poet, author, all that stuff. I'm reading from my book, Tears of the Wounded, Volume two, which just turned one, one years old at the beginning of this month. Launched a book and then kept it through a pandemic. 
So this piece here for everybody uh, listening at home on the radio and all that stuff, this is called Dead Silence, No Justice, No Peace, which predates our group. December 5th, 2014 is when I published this. It starts chapter two of the book on page 22. It has a quote, Bridges did not ask for a thank you. They are simply here to see you get to the other side. So let's begin peace, reading and performing. If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. I like this and I believe this for many years until certain things in my life caused me to skew, yes, skew this image just a bit. If you stand for nothing, everything will change. Certain things that you stand for only make them remain the same. It's not about being a leader or a follower anymore. It's about what change, yes, what change comes out when someone screams your name. Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Eric Gardner, Ayanna Jones, Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, John Crawford, Sandra Bland, Aaron Pope, Emmett Till. Our communities are drowning, flooded with images of being a bad dancer, doughboy, world star, Instagram celebrity, Snapchat, back page, only fans, fan, for what? It seems like no one sees the damage they do to the youth growing up. All of the images of money, needless things to buy, senseless violence, and relationships with no sense of pride seem to be the new form of enslavement. It's not just one specific race or one specific people. It's happening all around. And while you look at your phone, tablet, or latest piece of technology they throw in front of you, you are being taught to forget how to communicate, yes, communicate with the person right in front of you. We're being raped intellectually and we don't even care no more. Don't drink the water. Ebola is coming. ISIS and Donald Trump are at your front door. And Black Lives Matter as they should to all. But we've done more damage to our own people, our own race, our own history, our own souls than any police officers call. And until we can all stand together without race, religion, creed, background, social status and all, our whole species is destined to fall. The school system is in a state of disarray. No art, no music, no books, no transportation, no sports to play. While legislation rewrites history and calls it fact. Because we have another war to win over the horizon. Yes. And I bet you that's a fact. We are taught to believe no new friends. Don't trust them. <sighs> oh, no. Make a difference. Just don't do too much. Uh, you'll find yourself left for dead for four hours with 47 bullets or stopped and choked inside your jail cell instead. Hands up. Don't shoot. I can't breathe. But I will speak until there's no more breath in my lungs to speak, to see my people's minds, bodies, and souls released.
from these evil beasts. All right, I think I pulled that off kind of well. Had to let y'all see the stick, you know, sitting there in the background and everything. But I hope that came to clear and everything. Um, yeah. All right, it came through awesome. Uh, came through clear. Uh, before we go, Ruth, and before we get into our uh, solidarity pledge, I just want to remind everybody about Ben the Cam. Uh, this is Sean Nestor, uh, Bradley Hall. They've come together to put forth some legislation and get some signatures on Ben and the Red Light uh, camera. So make sure you look out for Sean Nestor. If you don't know him, um, just put him into your Facebook search. Uh, join Ben the Cam. We should. I should uh, share it on our page soon too. Uh, Ruth, I think that's all. I think that's all I, I have. Alrighty. Um, so, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, that's Ban the Cam. You can look up Sean Nestor. Um, I think we have reached the end of our video minutes podcast meeting. So we are going to close out with the solidarity pledge and the solidarity pledge is stated at the end of each of our meetings. It is our commitment, not only to ourselves, but to each other to continue to fight the good fight in this revolution. So please repeat after me. I, I, your I name, brother Jerry. Washington pledge to strive, pledge, pledge to strive. To strive. To love my brothers and my sisters, to love my to brothers love my and brother. my sisters as I love myself. As, as I, I love, love myself. myself. I. I. Say your name. Brother Washington. Derek Summers. Pledge to strive. Pledge, Pledge to strive. To study to improve myself. To study to, study to improve to myself. myself. Spiritually. Spiritually. Mentally. Mentally. Morally. Mentally. Morally, Morally. And physically. And physically. And physically. We're going to get through this. <laughs> for the benefit of myself. For the, for the benefit, benefit of myself, myself. My family. My family. And my, my family, people. And my people. And my I, people. I. 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 Brother Washington. Child of the Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To be a part of the solution. To, to be, be a, a part, part of the, the solution. solution. The process. The, the process. process. And not the problem. And not the, and problem. Not the problem. Just just say it. I. I, know. I. I. Say your name. Spoken Brother truth. Brother Washington. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To give all that I can spare. To give all, to give all that, that I can spare. Of my time. Of my time, of my, my strength, time. my strength, my strength, and energy, and energy, energy. to achieve the above set. Give yourselves a round of applause. Ooh, Thank you, Joey. Woo! All right, and remember, what do we say at the end of Washington? All lives can't matter unless Black lives matter. And black lives can't matter until all black lives matter. Justice or else, peace. Congratulations, Sonia and Chris.